This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 195, submission 1295, Major Charles Ingram. Major Charles Ingram was a contestant on the UK version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on ITV the nights of the 9th of September 2001 and the 10th of September 2001. You see what I did there, Mike? I did the date first and then the month. Oh, I see what you did there. Ah, like you're in England. Like I'm in England. Ah, very classy. Yes. I know we have maybe like one or two UK listeners, so. Thank you, blokes, for listening. Yes. Well, uh, what can we say about Major Charles Ingram, one of the most infamous contestants in game show history? Yeah, he tried beating the system, and, well, you know, this is 2001, not 1956. You can't beat the system. Yeah, can't beat the system. It's going to come back to bite you. Yeah, and obviously, I'm sure most of our listeners know, back in the late 50s, due to the game show scandals, Uh, Any sort of assisting like this was highly frowned upon and actually, at least in the United States, is a felony. You can go away for a long time. Oh, yeah. After what happened with Charles Van Duren, the U.S. government was like, nope. No, not not taking any chances. No, that's a black eye. It's supposed to be a competition game. It's not supposed to be scripted in any way. It's supposed to be a single contestant winning it on their own with no outside assistance. Well, apparently that message didn't really entirely make it overseas. So Charles Ingram, as we said, he's a former uh, major in the British army and he appeared on the show. Who wants to be a millionaire? Same type of show that we had for uh, the first part of uh, the run here. 15 questions, get them all right, get a million. The same three lifelines, I believe, even. The biggest difference probably is the fact that a million pounds, at least back then, was worth significantly more than a million dollars. It was worth like 1.6 million, and they don't have to pay taxes over there. No. So, yeah, so so our million-dollar winners might have gotten $600,000, dollars their million pound winners, they kept the entire million pounds. Oh. I think we need some changes in our laws. That's that's a shame. Mm. So how did this come about? Well, the major Charles Ingram's wife, Diana, and her brother, Adrian Pollock, had both appeared on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and had won 32,000 pounds as contestants on the show. And to prepare for the show... Major Charles Ingram practiced for about 20 minutes a day on a homemade fastest finger first machine. That's right. In the UK, they call it fastest finger first. Yeah. I mean, they just add the word first. We call it fastest finger here, but yeah. He created a machine. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, instead of a machine, I'm guessing it's more like a computer program, but. It doesn't make a difference. I think that's fascinating, though, that he could practice at home by doing that. So on the night of September 9th, 2001, Ingram got into the hot seat, but used two lifelines early, ending the day at 4,000 pounds and with only the 50-50 lifeline remaining. The production team doubted that he would proceed much further when filming resumed the next day, but he surprised them and reached the jackpot of a million pounds. All right, so I have on the official YouTube channel of the UK version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the second day of the uh, appearance the following night with Major Charles Ingram. So you want to watch it together? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. I have one question before you start. Okay. This is on the official Millionaire channel? Yes. 
you'd think they wouldn't want to share this after what happened. I'm surprised it's up there. Well, they do have like in between some questions, like like little side things about what happened behind the scenes during it, too. So it's sort of like pop up videos. Sort of. Yes. Okay. All right. So here we go. Eight questions to go until the million. He's still got one lifeline intact. He's got that 50-50. Charles, what's the luck tonight? Let's play. Who wants to be a millionaire? Okay. Right, this is where we put the strategy to the test, then. <laughs> you got £4,000, okay? Uh, you can obviously walk away with that at the top of the show and do a runner, but mm-hmm. I know you're itching to get up a bit further. Let's have a look at question number eight. You've got a 50-50. This would bring you £8,000 if you gave me the right answer. Here it is. Who was the second husband? Oh, Jacqueline Kennedy. Who was the second husband? The second husband. Adnan Khashoggi. Ronald Reagan. Aristotle Anassis. Rupert Murdoch. Okay. Now, before we go into this, (laughs) Ronald Reagan is a choice. Not a good choice, mind you, but a not, choice. Not a good choice. And Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> but but also we should say, yes, this is an easy question in America. It's difficult over there. Yeah. But also at the same time, if you ever saw the Family Guy episode where Brian goes on the Indian version of Millionaire and they ask about like the, the all-time test run leader in crickets, and he's like, I have no idea. And everybody's like, well, everybody knows it's blankety blank. Yeah. So somebody I've never heard of that tells you what's easy in one place may be a lot harder in another place. That's true. All right, let's get started. First question, which retired Indian cricketer has scored over 18,000 runs in ODI competition? Um, Oh, ODI. What is it? A. Anil Kumble, B. Mahindra Singh Dhoni, C. Sachin Tendulkar, or D. Jiminy Cricket. Well, I know, I know, it's not Jiminy Cricket, <laughs> unless Jiminy's based on a real person. I need an answer. You know, the more I say it, the more it does sound Indian. Jiminy Cricket, D. Jiminy Cricket. Final answer. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Thank you for playing. Now listen, um, okay. <sighs> we try to turn I it up. I would have thought. I would have thought that it would be Allah? Aristotle and Did you hear that? Why? I heard it. Um. Well, Ronald Reagan. I mean. Rewind. That it would be Aristotle and Assis. Why? Um. Well, Ronald Reagan, I mean, I'm, I know who he is, and I don't remember him ever being married to Jacqueline Kennedy. Aristotle and Assis ring, rings a bell or two. Um, Second husband, just for Jacqueline Kennedy. One of my sub-strategies is to take my time. Oh, you've got a sub-strategy Absolutely, as well. Absolutely, I'm sub OK. So I'll just rethink this one for a moment. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's Aristotle and Assis. Here it is. Yeah, I'm going to go for Aristotle and Assis. You're a wild and crazy man, Major. <laughs> fun answer? You only live once. Um, YOLO! Still very happy with the strategy? Uh, no, but it's too late. So. Ah. <laughs> it's the right answer. You got eight thousand This is from the uh, now the caption. The sound monitors pick up where the cough is coming from. It seems to be coming from Tekwin Widock. Okay, so Tekken Widock was a fastest finger first contestant on this episode. So that's where they were picking up the cough from. So he was involved in this conspiracy. Okay, oh, so here's the uh, 16,000 pound question right here. Which country? France. Emmenfall is a cheese from which country? France, Italy, Netherlands, Switzerland. I mean, 
right, counterattack. Think counterattack. I'm. <laughs> I'd like to go for Switzerland, but I need to just think about it for a moment. Uh, and when you're up here, you know your sort of doubts are multiplied tenfold. So, uh, so uh, I think it's Switzerland. You got a 50-50 that helps. France, I suppose. Hmm. Then again, it could be Italy. So. No copying here. Um, or maybe it's the Netherlands. Right. Well, you see how he's going back and That's forth. The question works, Charles. No, I got. I know. <laughs> Char see, you got a 50-50 if it helps you. Charles lists out the he answer several times in the captioning. If, uh, you give me a wrong answer, and the girls will be back to three on a pony. Emmental, I must have eaten this a hundred times. Emmental. Um, I'm sure it's Switzerland. I'll, I'll go to Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland. Final answer. Uh, yeah, final answer. Why did you think it was Switzerland? Well, I just recall Emmental coming from Switzerland. I mean, I've eaten it a lot, and uh, <laughs> I'm sure it had made in Switzerland or something written on it. <laughs> Swiss made. <laughs> yes. I don't know what your strategy and sub-strategy is, but it's working. You've just got 16,000 pounds. <laughs> Okay, I want to say I love that Chris is completely taking the piss out of Charles with that. Why did you think it was Switzerland? Okay, so we're two questions in, Mike. Do you have any observations? I was surprised there was no coughing in the second question. Same. Yeah. Maybe he legitimately knew it, or maybe uh, Tequin did not know it. Maybe. Okay, so we're on the uh, 32,000 pound question. So here we go. It would guarantee you're going home with a check for 32,000 pounds at least tonight. Have a look. This is it. Who had, who had a hit UK album with Born to Do It released in 2000? Coldplay. Top Loader. A1. Craig David. Oh, I'm not sure, I'm afraid. Um, born to do it. I vaguely recall it. I'm, I'm sure I've heard of the title. But I, I don't honestly know for sure. Um, Take your time, have a look at it. Um, you can obviously walk away with 16,000. Because you would lose 15 if you gave me a wrong answer. I think, I think, I think it's A1. You got a 50-50. Craig David, I, I just can't, I don't think, I've, I've never heard of Craig David, to be honest. It's quite well <laughs> It's that simple. Um, Coldplay I've never heard of. And I love how his wife's like. You jackass. Yeah, the wife is, like, not terribly pleased. No. Top loader is a, well, it's part of a rifle, so I don't think it's that. <laughs> uh, it's also a brazier. Is it? All right, well, thanks for that. <laughs> I wouldn't know. You know. Um, so I oh, think I'll, um, it just pointed in on the, um, the captioning. Diana looks into the direction of Techwin. Sadly, I'll have to take 50-50. Yeah. Sadly, that's what they're for. Yeah, right. <laughs> Computer, take away two wrong answers. Leave Charles the right answer and one other wrong answer. Hey, that doesn't help you at all, actually. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> you don't have to play this. You've got £16,000. That's lots of ponies. Food, nose bags, a lot. I think it's A1. Never heard of Craig David, so. Okay. Says right here on the um, on the video now, no coughs from Tech One at this point. Perhaps he doesn't know the answer. As one prosecution witness said, pop culture questions may have been considered quote unquote easy for an average viewer, but not everyone. I mean that is true. Which is very true. Yeah, absolutely very true. It's kind of like how you said like one answer could be like 
easy for somebody, but it could be hard for another. Especially based on the geography, yeah. So, okay, let's get back into it. It's your lifeline gone, but it's worth 32,000. And now she's coughing. Okay, now it says right here on the YouTube channel, there is one isolated camera on Diane Ingram throughout the whole recording. She knows it's there, but production only cuts to her camera feed occasionally. Therefore, she may not think she's being filmed constantly. Contestants' partners usually look ahead or upwards at the monitors. However, Diana often looked down or to her left, straight towards the fastest figure first area where Tequin was seated. Ooh, that's telling. That is telling. The prosecution made this a key point in their case, namely on quote-unquote tape G when Tequin didn't cough. Diana looked down at the fastest figure first area, then she coughed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Back to the video. Released in 2000. A1 and Craig so David. So it's down to A1 or Craig David. How old are your daughters? Um, 11, 9, and 6. Yeah. They'll all know this. They probably will. <laughs> they will. They'll be at home screaming the answer now. Um... <laughs> Craig David. I can't, I can't influence your judgment at all. You're only getting the chair once. Risking 15,000, I really am. A1, A1 or Craig David. There's it, there it is. Uh-oh. 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 Now they're rewinding. Craig David. I'm going to go for a one. Yep. <laughs> Final answer. No. <laughs> Are we on the main strategy or the sub strategy? Oh, I've rather lost the plot here of your, yeah. of your well, campaign. Slight, slight detour at the moment. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of money to lose. You don't have to play it, you can take 16,000. I mean, I'm 80% of the time I'm wrong when I guess, so. Now I'll go Craig David. <laughs> yeah. Final answer. I'm going to guess Craig David. Final answer. Final answer. We'll take a break. Join us again. Oh, oh. Tonight, who wants to be a millionaire? Don't go away. Okay, well, that was a U-turn. At the trial, when questioned about this turnaround, Ingram stated that he changed his original answer of A1 when he heard the audience gasp at how wrong he was. So he claims. Okay, so let's get back. At this point, the production team the thinks that something isn't quite white. A millionaire this Tuesday night. Just before the break, uh, Major Charles... This Ingram is the first time I've ever seen this, and I can tell there's not something quite yeah, right with this at this point. Oh, no. Every syllable at home. He was given this question. He didn't have to play this. Who had a hit UK album with Born to Do It, released in 2000? He had Coldplay, Top Loader, A1, or Craig David. He said his own words. He'd never heard of Craig David. Uh, use of 50-50... Coldplay and Top Loader went. He then went for A1. Then because... I actually rather lost the plot of his thinking then, but basically because he reckons most of his guesses are 80% wrong, he changed his mind, knowing he'd lose £15,000 if he gave him the wrong answer, and went for Craig David, who he'd never heard of. <laughs> he just won £32,000. <laughs> Did he not earlier that question totally eliminate Craig David? Yes, not he just did. because not just because he didn't hear of him, but he's like, I don't think it's him. 
yeah. and then and then he slowly veered back there to Craig David. Th- there should be like a million like bells and whistles going off in the producers' heads. And uh, I, I, I do. I, I think it's interesting how he tried saving himself, saying, "Well, eighty percent of my guesses are wrong." Ha 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 ha. Nice little cop out there by him. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I have a fun fact about the album Craig David Born to Do It. All right, Mike, would you believe that in 2009, MTV viewers said that it was the second greatest album ever behind Michael Jackson's Thriller? Oh, come on. I'm not even joking. There's an actual article from The Guardian. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that. (laughs) Some guy I've never heard of has the second greatest album of all time. <laughs> well, now you can relate to Charles Ingram. Hey, hey, hey Greg, I'm just curious. Yeah. Uh, did the person that led that vote, was that PFT commenter? Did he uh, sort of stuff the ballot box like he did with Mitchell Trubisky? <laughs> That's the only excuse I can think of that happening. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? Mitchell Trubisky... He earned that MVP award. He'll always be our MVP. He'll always be our MVP. Craig David, nope. Jimmy Graham, never. No. You know what? I will say in fairness, Craig David, if he wanted to do something for the kids, he probably would do it for the kids. He'd do it for the kids. Do it for the kids. All right, let's resume. So your strategy and your sub-strategy... <laughs> Just go for it. It yeah. somehow worked. Absolutely. I have no idea how you got to choose a man with lots of money at stake <laughs> who you'd never heard of. Neither have I. I don't Gee! Think that again. All right. Right, Even Chris Tarrant is surprised. You've got your way up to that. £32,000. Okay, notice the date right here. The 18th of September 2001. So it would be... I'm not sure... Did this even air, like, after this... Scandal happened, or did they ITV decide not to air it? I thought they did. Okay. Because you did say earlier, I thought you said that it aired on the 10th of September. Well, it was taped on the 10th of September. Oh. Hi, it's Greg here. Yeah, I did say that it aired on the nights of the 9th and 10th of September in 2001 when I clearly meant to say it was taped on the 9th and 10th of September 2001. I do think it aired, but possibly some viewers saw some of the wacky stuff that we're seeing here now. Yeah. And, and called up whoever the commissioner is or what have you in, uh, in London or her ITV and said, uh, you might want to check this again and look at the coughing and look at the gesturing and how the heck did this guy pull uh, Craig David out of his posterior when he didn't even know who the guy is. Gentlemen versus players was an annual match between amateurs and professionals of which sport? Gentlemen versus players was an annual match between amateurs and professionals. This is for 64,000. Lawn tennis, rugby union, polo, cricket. That is worth 64,000. All right, so he has no more lifelines because he used the 50 50 on Craig David. could be any of them really but I think it's cricket um, but I'm not sure and the, but the reason I think it's cricket is because I'm oh, sure I've seen a there's the car thing yeah, a picture, a prosecution said there were 19 significant coughs yeah the old cigarette cards you used to get or, or, um, or my I don't know grandfather's study wall or something because gentlemen versus players these long explanations I'm not sure jeez cricket, they, were, they were playing cricket I think so but you know they're probably all fake. Lawn tennis. Oh yeah. Polo. Cricket. I think it might be cricket. About as real as a three-dollar bill, uh, as you say, Mike. You might as well play yeah, it. Indeed. Um, well, I mean, at least when you hear these stories on our shows, or at least not on this one, they're legitimate. They're legitimate. Maybe it was polo. <laughs> Doing this again. Sorry. Polo. I don't think it would have been polo. 
Gentlemen versus players. Annual match between amateurs and professionals. Which sport? Lord tennis. I think it's, it's least likely to be rugby union, I would have thought. Rugby union, polo or cricket? I don't think it's rugby union. I don't think it's lawn tennis. Polo. polo. Now it's like she's no, looking inside. I recall any connection, but I've heard of it. She has very shifty eyes. Polo, so oh yeah. I think if I had to guess, and I can, I think can I'd take cricket. There it is again. And again, I'll, I'll go for cricket. It doesn't matter about everybody else, they'll play anyway, don't worry. Um, play? Final cricket, answer. cricket, final answer. You got £32,000. Your wife came and she won £32,000. You just won £64,000. <laughs> and, and one little fact that popped up while uh, the answer was being revealed there. Yeah. 192 total coughs. 192 total cloths. Get that mana halls. We talked about how Larry Zabisco said, somebody get me a banana. Somebody get him a holes. Somebody get that mana Ricola. 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 <laughs> okay, here we go for 125,000 pounds. The Ambassadors in the National Gallery is a painting by which artist? Van Eyck, Holbein, Michelangelo, Rembrandt. Good look. You can walk um, away with that check, but have a good look at this question. Have you got um? Well, I, I, I think it was either Holbein or Rembrandt. I have seen it. Um, I think I think it was Holbein. Okay. And another cough. The defense took the position that the producers assembled the coughs in such a way that served the cheating narrative and was not the reality of all the coughs that happened. They also argued that the coughs played in court had been enhanced for the trial presentation. What? Hey, Greg, just yeah. from experience... Yeah? I've been to a number of tapings. Uh, I've been to two episodes of Millionaire, and I've been to Price is Right, and I've been to Wheel of Fortune, and uh, I'm sure there's a deal or no deal I was at one episode of, do you know how many times I heard people cough throughout the entirety of those episodes total? Never. Zero. Zero. So, so, so don't tell me that they were enhanced or something like that. That does not make a lick of sense. Nope. All right. Let's get back here. Damn it. Should I just rethink this for a second? <laughs> there she's looking. Sure, it was Holbein. Sure of it. Okay. The defense showed a tape of the first ever one million pound winner on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Judith Keppel, where noticeable coughs can be heard throughout her answering of questions. Okay. There's one big difference, though. Yeah. Uh, Judith Keppel is literally a known entity. She has been a big winner on numerous game shows, not just Millionaire. And actually, she still has like a legacy because she was one of the eggheads on the uh, game show Eggheads. Oh. Which basically is like a, a team of chasers, but it's not really like the chase. It's, it's like five average people versus five eggheads. And so, so it, it's similar but different from the chase. So she has to be smart to be on that yeah. and keep her job on that. Yeah. 
And also, isn't she related to uh, Camilla Parker Bowles, if I recall? I think she is. I don't know the exact relationship, but okay. I think I've read that. So let's resume right here. Michelangelo. I don't think it was Van Eyck. In fact, I'm not sure that I've actually ever heard of Van Eyck. Um, I don't think mind, it... you hadn't heard of Craig David. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that's how you got it. I know. I don't think it was Rembrandt. I'm pretty sure it was Holbein. Are you sure enough to risk £32,000 on it? Yeah. I think so. It's your call. It's a lot of money. You've got 64000 you've got no lifelines, you can walk away with that sum of money. Uh, down payment on a house. Yeah, I think I'm going to go for Holbein. There it is. Yeah, um, Holbein. Okay, it says, it notes right here that Chris said he did not recall hearing any coughs. Chris which, being Chris Tarrant, yeah. Yeah, which I I can understand because he's mainly focused on the duties of hosting the show. Well, also, I think another thing, and admittedly, I never saw an episode of Millionaire uh, in the studio audience, but if this is that Tequin fellow who's coughing, I believe they have microphones around that fastest finger ring uh, so they can catch reaction shots and whatnot of you know people winning, you know, hearing them cheer and get excited and all that. Yeah. So you you, you got to think it's a little louder because there's microphones in that area. And honestly, Chris Tarrant may not have been paying attention to that because that's not his job. Yes, that's the producer's job. So right. Final answer. Can't see any clues in your face. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. You just won 125. Well, at least he said at that point he was pretty sure it was Holbein. Yes. He did say that. So it isn't like saying, oh, I'm eliminating Holbein. And then all of a sudden, five minutes later, after some coughs, oh, I think it's Holbein. Yeah. Right. At least it was actually reasonable this time. Okay, here we go. This is for 250,000 pounds. What type of garment is an Anthony Eden? Overcoat, hat, shoe, tie. Okay. What it notes in the YouTube video now is what we don't see here at this point is Tequin Woodock is caught by the sound monitors in the studio checking the correct answer with one of the fellow fastest finger first contestants. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, that's not good. No. Okay, let's zoom right here. I think it's a hat. I think. I mean, again, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure, but I, I think it's, it's a It's definitely hat. a hat. It's really sort of tall hat that sort of came into fashion presumably when he was prime minister <laughs> I'm sure it's a hat am I sure <laughs> three times yeah hat it's a hat you lose 93,000 pounds if you're wrong Charles. No, going for hat Final answer. Yep, final answer. You just won 255. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I think it's a hat. Cough. Yeah, it's a hat. Yeah, there wasn't much hemming and hawing there. No. All right, so now the major's at 250,000 pounds, so now he's going for a half million pounds, so... Now we're getting to serious stuff right here. Here we go. Baron Hausmann is best known for his planning of which city? Rome, Paris, Berlin, Athens. I think it's Berlin. 
I think. <laughs> Charles, ten minutes ago you thought it was A1. <laughs> I think, I think it's Berlin. Take your time. It's worth half a million. It's a huge amount of money to win. It's also a huge amount of money to drop. And Hausmann's a... It's more a German name than an Italian name. And Parisian name and Athens name. And you would have thought if somebody is best known for something, Likely to be at home. I'm really not sure. Um, oh, I'm never sure. Um, if I was at home, I'd be saying Berlin. <laughs> if I was watching this on TV. Um, well, you're not. It's worth five hundred thousand pounds. Oh. You dropped two hundred eighteen thousand pounds. You've got a quarter of a million. It's your call. Take as long as you need. I think it's Berlin. Did you hear that? A cough and the word no. I did not hear the word no. I heard the cough. All right, let's rewind. I'll rewind it back again. Okay, now they slowed it down. The audio. There it was. Oh my gosh. That's brazen. Now they're rewinding it. Got him. Cough makes me think, oh, maybe it is Paris. He said, I don't think it's Paris. And then there's the cough. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen here. I don't think it's Athens. I'm sure it's not Rome. I'd have thought it's Berlin, but there's a chance it's Paris. I'm not sure. got to think. Now Diane is looking towards the fastest finger area again. I think I've read this. Also, we should add at this point, for a half a million pounds, what you think is obvious, yeah, Hausmann is a German name. It's not going to be the German city. No, it's not. Yeah, so, so don't don't read too much <laughs> into it. Yeah, it's not the, the, the obvious. Yeah, at this point, obvious answer is not obvious. Right. For a quarter of a million. I know it's tempting. You don't have to play it. If you give me the right answer, it's worth £500,000. You think... stand to lose 218000 I think it is Paris. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play. Not, hang on, no, where are we? <laughs> oh, that's don't it. worry, I'm talking to myself as we go. That's fine. Right. You've got two hundred and fifty thousand pounds. Yeah. You've got no lifelines. Yeah. If you give me a wrong answer, you still got thirty-two thousand. That's yeah. guaranteed. Whatever. If you give me a wrong answer here, you've got two hundred and eighteen thousand lost. You lose two hundred and eighteen thousand. If you give me a right answer, it's worth half a million. You don't have to play it. Okay. Uh, this is the question. Baron Hausmann is best known for his planning of which city? Rome, Paris, Berlin, or Athens? It's worth half a million pounds. Okay, I th it's either Berlin or Paris. And I think it's Paris. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to play. I'm going to play. I'm going to play Paris. You were convinced it was Berlin. I know, I know. I, I think I was wrong. I'm going to go for Paris. Oh, Final answer. Final answer. You had £250,000. You did not need to play this question. You thought it was Berlin, Berlin, Berlin. You changed your mind to Paris. That brought you £500,000. Yes!
is such bad acting. I mean, oh yeah, this is this is at least the second question where he said, "Oh, I'm pretty sure it's this," it's, and then he did a total swerve and said, "No, I think it's this." There again, have to be like red flags going off everywhere in the studio. This is again, as I said, it's so brazen, so bold, but also it's so poorly conceived. And I've never heard this much coughing on a TV show. No. All I'm going to say is wait till you hear the million pound question. Oh, I can't wait for this. All right, here we go. It's the main event. The one million pound question. This is worth for all the coughing and for all the holes drops and for all the recola. Here we go. Believable. Right. Whatever happens, you and I. And probably just about the whole of the United Kingdom, we're going to look <laughs> at the million pound question, which we haven't done very often since we started three years ago. You don't have to play this question. I think you know the routine by now, but let me make sure you're absolutely aware and clear of your situation. You've got £500,000. Question number 15 if you go for it and give me the right answer, you win a million pounds. You'll be the third person in Britain to win the million since we came on air. If you go for it and give me a wrong answer, Charles, you lose £468,000. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're guaranteed 32000 That's a long time ago now. Question number 10. You're about to look at question number 15. You do not have to play this question. It's worth £1 million. You've got 500000 This is it. Question number 15 of 15 on who wants to be a millionaire. A number one followed by 100 zeros is known by what name? Google, Megatron, Gigabit, Nanomole. Now, Mike, as a math guy, do you know what the answer is? I mentioned earlier that you know what may be easy in the united states may be more difficult in britain or other countries and vice versa this is clearly one of those okay i'm sort of surprised it's that difficult in britain but um yeah yeah i mean this i think is more common knowledge in america especially given the choices we know what a megatron is yeah and we know what a gigabit is, or you should know what a gigabit is, but the nanomole, I'm going to assume it has to do with a mole in chemistry and what a nano, the nano comes into play. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but even if it is a nanomole, I would assume it's, it would be probably in the range of, you know, just pulling out a number out of my uh, posterior probably a number in the range of a billion because I'm thinking a mole is 6.02 times 10 to the 23rd power. And nano, I believe is like a billionth, I believe. Uh, if I know my prefixes correctly, milli is a thousand, micro is a millionth. And I believe nano is a billionth. So I'm thinking a billionth of a mole, which would be 6.02 times 10 to the 14th power. That's still not a one with a hundred zeros, which is 10 to the hundredth power. Like I said, I think it's easy. Maybe it's different in the United Kingdom for some reason. I don't know, but yeah, that's why I said, wait till you see this question, because I think this is common knowledge for vastly more people in the United States than in Great Britain. Okay, here we go. I can't wait to hear Charles reasoning here. This is going to be gold. It's worth a million. Right then. <laughs> Let's see. Um... Mega Nano I'm not sure 
however. <laughs> Charles, you haven't been sure since question number two. Well, as I said, sort of, I don't know, it feels like ages ago now. You know, it is. The, the doubt is sort of multiplied, well, normal, well today as long as tenfold, you need. but today... Um, it's a huge amount of money. And now, hundredfold. You've got £500,000 in your hand. Nobody at all would blame you to walk away with that amount of money. It's a huge check. If you give me a oh, sound monitors once again picking up tech one. pounds. You plunge back to thirty. Checking 000. the answer with another fastest finger contestant. I think it's a nano mole, but it could be a gigabit. sure I can go. I just don't think I can do this one. God. I don't think it's a Megatron. And I have to say, I haven't... I don't think I've heard of a Google. 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 I mean, by process of elimination, I actually think it's Google, but I don't know what a Google is. So. That's sort of how we got to Craig David. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he went for it because you'd never ever heard of him. I don't think it's Gigabit, and I don't think it's Nano Mole, and I don't think it's Megatron. I really do think it's a Google. <laughs> but you thought it was a Nano Mole. <laughs> And you've never heard of a Google. And there's a million pounds involved. I know, but it's not a gigabit, nanomill, and megatron, and there's only four of them, so it must be Google. Um, mustn't it? I don't actually know what a Google is, but... I mean, it's the only chance I'll ever have of winning a million, but it's a hell of a Charles, downside. it's also the only chance you'll ever have of losing £468,000. <laughs> but just put that into the equation. Okay, so I should note, we saw an image of his wife, Diana, just being like, about how he doesn't know what a Google is, being like, a look on her face like, you stupid mother effer. I find it interesting. He's talking out all the other answers. And again, like I said, a Megatron. Well, we know what a Megatron is in terms of 2001, one of the original Transformers. And gigabit, yeah, they did have gigabit uh, uh, internet access or, or lands back then. And I actually looked up the nanomole while we've been watching this. Okay. And I was exactly right about what a nanomole is. Okay. It's a billionth of a mole. So uh, a mole is 6.02 times 10 to the 23rd power, uh, Avogadro's number. And then a billionth of that, uh, you'd actually take nine off the... Uh, off the power so it wouldn't be 6.02 to the times 10 to the 23rd power like i said earlier it would be 6.02 times 10 to the 14th power so i was absolutely right with nanomole oh. not not bad for somebody who's off the clock and doesn't teach science ah oh, all right let's get back to it yeah, you've got I'm... half a million you're going for the one you've never heard of just because you haven't heard of it I can't influence you, it's entirely your call, but you've got £500,000. I mean, I don't mind taking the odd risk now and again. <laughs> really? Look at her face. Okay. If looks could kill. It hasn't been a joke. You've been like it for an hour. <laughs> you've been like it for two days. Okay, let's... Um... Take your time. Take as long as you need. You've got £500,000. I mean, my strategy has worked so far. You know, just take it by the bit and go for it. Um, I was defensive on the on, on the last show, and, and that you know very slowly got me somewhere, but you know, minus a lot of lifelines. And I've been very positive, I think. Have I? I don't know. Very, maybe not. Very positive. Know, maybe not. Positive ever since. Um, if okay. you're wrong, you lose four hundred and sixty-eight thousand I don't think it's a gigabit. I don't think it's an animal. Megatron. Mega. 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 Yeah, I don't think it's Megatron. I'm sure it's Google. Yeah. Oh, surely, surely. Chris, I'm gonna play. 
No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play. I am going to play. Yeah. You do not have to play this question. There's nothing on my screen here. You do not have to play this. You've got £500,000. I wish I could turn around and see that. I'm not going to. Charles, do not look round. Trust me, I won't. do don't not worry. look round. Don't worry. I'm sure You've got £500,000. You yeah. lose £468,000 if you're wrong. I've got no answer on my screen. I'm just making you aware of exactly how you are. No one's ever lost £468,000 before. No, it's a, it's a Google. Tell me it's a money. It's a Google. God, is it a Google? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Google. I think I know. It's, uh, I think it's a Google. <laughs> <coughs> I'm going to play Google. Yeah. Ah, there's the confirmation. Final answer. Please don't go for a break. Please do not go for a break. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I'm going to go for a break. <laughs> I'm going for a break. Oh, <laughs> this is turning into an epic night. Okay. One of the fastest figure contestants, Larry Whitehurst, notices something is a mess during the show. Several times he catches Tech when coughing during the correct answers. At trial, when questioned by the defense as to why he didn't tell the producers right away about his suspicions, but rather went to the press himself, he tells the defense barrister to look at him in the tape and points out that he didn't even clap because he knew something was wrong. Ooh. Also, when they say barrister, that's just British for lawyer. Yeah. Also, one thing I want to point out is the answers. Uh, we had Google, we had Megatron, we had Gigabit, and we had Nanomole. Notice the one that's correct does not have a prefix in its name. Mega is the prefix for a million, and Giga is the prefix for a billion, and Nano, as I said earlier, is the prefix for a billionth. Again, I think that's you know one of their little tricks is... Maybe uh, the right answer is the one that's the least familiar, uh, the one that doesn't have a scientific prefix in its name. Again, just a, a theory on Game Show Writing 101. Okay. Welcome back to the third nail-biting part of tonight's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Major Charles Ingram came on tonight with just £4,000. He only had one lifeline left. He got up to £500,000. He got this question. A number one followed by 100 zeros is known by what name? Google, Megatron, Gigabit, Nanomole. He initially went for Nanomole. He then went through his various options again. He knew he would lose £468,000 if he was wrong. He then went for Google mainly because he'd never heard of it and he'd heard of the other three. Charles, give me that check. £500,000. <laughs> you no longer have that. You just won. One million! <laughs> One million! You are the most amazing contestant we have ever, ever had. Uh, Diana, come on down. You notice how some of the contestants are standing? And like, all the contestants are standing. Almost all of them. Almost all of them. And then Larry's just... And they put a note that the contestant sitting down is Larry. Right yeah, Larry, there. Larry, Larry's very defined. He's not playing any games. He knows a, something is up. He knows something's amiss. Not moving a muscle. No. <laughs> what a night. Oh, I'll say, Chris. Absolutely incredible. Come on. I have no idea. How you got it, Diana? You were going, you went to hell and back up there. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, you said, How's she looking? If looks could have killed, I think it was about 8,000 pounds. <laughs> Come on, have a look at it. Oh. 
Unbelievable. One million pounds! <laughs> I have no idea what your strategy was. Your sub strategy, you are so brave. Be hard. Be amazing told. I think it'll be um, a few drinks tonight with the boys. Huh? Absolutely. He gets away one million pounds. You know, she doesn't look terribly happy for her husband winning a million dollars. Oh no. Red flags. Okay. So let me uh read the uh vinyl thing here on the video on the Millionaire UK YouTube page. Charles Ingram, Diana Ingram, and Tequin Woodock were all found guilty by a majority verdict of procuring the execution of a valuable security by deception on the 7th of April, 2003. After his appearance on Millionaire, Ingram appeared on several other TV shows, including The Weakest Link, on which he is featured with his wife Diana, and Wife Swap, where he swapped his wife for Jade Goody and the Games. Ingram was also later convicted of an unrelated insurance fraud in 2003 and was ordered to resign his army commission as a major, but was allowed to keep his pension. The multi-award-winning show has been produced in over 120 countries. It was recently relaunched in the UK on ITV with Jeremy Clarkson as host, and now the show is back in primetime in the US with Jimmy Kimmel at the helm. Okay, so this was done last year, apparently. Yeah, let me just check the... uh... Upload date, April 17th, 2020. Okay, so it was about a year and a half ago at this point. Yes. Another note I should state is um, in 2006, journalist John Ronson, who covered the case at the time for The Guardian, wrote that he believed the Ingrams might be innocent. Ronson, who attended every day of the trial, had observed that when the word cough was mentioned, pensioners in the public gallery had coughed. James Plaskett, who had appeared in the fastest figure first round several times before, winning £250,000 in January 2006, argued this was an example of coughs caused by unconscious triggers. Woodock or others had simply coughed involuntarily upon hearing the correct answer. Woodock was also accused of having coughed after Ingram mentioned an incorrect option to his penultimate question and swiftly followed that up with a smothered no. However, Plaskett, who had sat in that very same seat, argued that someone might have audibly said it in response to an incorrect option in the same way that other waiting contestants had been to whisper no. Mm, There's some feasibility there, but also at the same point, uh, another show that I didn't mention I had seen uh, and actually it's close to 20 years ago since I've seen this one in person was I saw Jeopardy and the, the uh, producer or I think maybe even Johnny Gilbert told us in the audience do not talk during Final Jeopardy don't even whisper to your neighbor and say hey Final Jeopardy the correct answer is Christopher Columbus or well or who is Christopher Columbus uh, because it can be picked up by the microphones. There are microphones in the audience. Obviously, they want to gauge audience reactions for you know running a category or going into a commercial or coming out of a commercial. But yeah, they, they tell us, uh, the audience members explicitly, do not confer, even whisper to your neighbor about Final Jeopardy or about any clues because that can invalidate a game or invalidate a question. Yeah. So so it's feasible. Yeah. So in popular culture, uh, a book covering the case called Bad Show, The Quiz, The Cough, The Millionaire Major by Bob Wiffenden and James Plaskett was published in January of 2015. And Quiz, a play written by James Graham that reexamines the evidence and conviction of the Ingrams and Woodock, opened as a play on the 3rd of November 2017, running until the 9th of December 2017. The play transferred to the West End and played from the 31st of March 2018 to the 16th of June 2018. In 2019, James Graham adapted his play into a drama for ITV that was broadcast in April of 2020 in three parts. And the series also aired on AMC and BBC America in the United States in June of 2020. And actually, the series is available to download on iTunes if you want to watch it. I saw bits and pieces of it, but I missed a couple episodes. So 
I, I did. Now that you say that it's on iTunes, I may have to do a little investment. Yeah, and Michael Sheen playing Chris Tarrant. So can't go wrong with Michael Sheen. I approve of that casting. Okay, one other thing I find very interesting, and maybe this is a little bit of karma biting him in the butt. In 2010, Charles Ingram lost three toes on his left foot in an accident involving a lawnmower. Oh, I, I can relate a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, may, that may not be totally appropriate, but still, I find it sort of karma biting him in the butt uh, for for cheating on this show. Hey, we're going to take away three of your toes because whatever involving a lawnmower. But uh, yeah, I mean, th- this is not something that has been tried in the United States. And if it was even attempted, as oh. I mentioned earlier, felonies, big time lawsuits, maybe even cancellation of TV shows. It's way too much uh, to risk. Yeah. But one daring man 20 years ago. Well, with, with all due respect to Michael Larson and Gene Snyder, who we talked about a few weeks ago, he pressed his luck and he lost. Yeah. In September of 2001 in Britain, Major Charles Ingram. <coughs> no. <coughs> it was a thing on TV. Do, do you need a, a Ricola? No, 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 no. Dayquil for me, baby. A Dayquil for you, okay. Walmart generic brand Dayquil for me. Oh, oh, you're going for the good stuff, okay. Going for the good stuff. Well, that does it for this episode, and uh, the next time... Oh, Mike. Oh, this is one we've been waiting for. We've been waiting for this. Yeah. We were supposed to do it two weeks ago, but I didn't feel that well that day, so... We pushed it back uh, to this uh, uh, this coming episode, and I, I wish Brother Chico was here because I know he was eager to talk about this. Yeah. Well, we kind of discussed me and Chico kind of discussed one of the episodes when we did a. It was a thing on TV presents last week. So ah, there you go. Yeah, we talked about one of the guest stars in uh, I think around episode fourteen or fifteen. So, and let okay. me just no spoilers, but. This one guest star, ah, oh, what a classic, a classic appearance by this man. A great guest star, I should note. But who is it? Well, going to have to find out next time. Is it Robert Ridgely? No, it's not Robert. Oh, you're close, but no cigar on the first name. Uh, uh, oh, okay. All right. I, I just want to get a Robert Ridgely reference in there because... Yeah, he did play Chuck Fleck on Night Court oh, in, in the game show episode. Yeah, you mention that every time we t- we tape. I, I think we yeah we I mentioned it like three or four times last week, so yeah, I had to keep the streak going. It's not as quite as great as my college basketball coaching name dropping streak last year. No, no, we tried, we tried, but yeah, you'll have to come back here and catch that episode later on this week, right here, and it was the thing on TV. Don't forget about the socials. Don't forget about Place to Be Nation. Uh, we have a drop this week. Uh, what yeah. is dropping there? Uh, I got to figure that out. I think it's, I'm going to guess right now it's going to be fourth annual collegiate cheerleading championship McDLT commercial with Jason Alexander domestic life is what I'm planning. So Okay. Uh, so two full episodes and then a mini-sode. Okay. That, that's yeah. not bad. That's a, a nice little drop over at the and- Place to Be. And you also get the McDLT commercial with Jason Alexander. Which was a real fun mini-sode. Real yeah. fun to edit that one. Yeah, very easy. And also, hey, we got a special surprise in that. Oh, yeah, we put a little surprise at the end. Oh, yeah. And and, 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 and Chico liked it. That, that, I think, was a Chico thing. He said, yeah. hey, we got to talk about this. Yeah. And you did. The best fake-out clothes ever. Best fake-out clothes ever. I'll say it's very fresh. If you, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh, well, McDLTs are fresh. You, you don't want a, a stale burger. Yeah. yeah. Well. You'll have to go to the Place to Be Nation to see what we're talking about. Yeah. But for now, we'll close the vault on this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you very soon. Right. <laughs>
Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> did, did the roar get a little something in his throat? Probably. <laughs> <Rawr>! No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>